Welcome to Talk to the Experts. Wayne Nelson with you today, and joining me in studio once again is Sherry McMillan, head of McMillan Estate Planning. The McMillan team is going to be in Calgary on Thursday, February 20th at 6.30 p.m., and in Edmonton on Tuesday, February 25th at 6.30 p.m., to talk with you about estate or life planning. If you'd like to attend either of these complimentary events, contact McMillan Estate Planning at 403 266-6464, or you can visit the website at macmillanestate.com. That's Macmillan spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. Sherry, let's get things started this morning by talking about estate planning. Why is it so important? Well, I think it's fundamentally important to all of us, Wayne, because we're living so long today. Most of us actually might make it till we're 100 years old. And so what's happening is our money has to last us longer. And with obviously high taxation that we're facing here in Canada, world uncertainty all over the place, we are all a little stressed about will this money extend to protect us through that entire lifestyle. And so proactive estate planning gives us peace of mind because we put in designs to assure that we're optimizing that life's work. And we want to do things like get the most value out of that estate. I call it putting that net value into your genes. I mean, we can only use what we can spend. And so making sure we're tax efficient each calendar year, which helps compound our estate over decades. Also protecting that asset base at the outset of our estate design so that we're not at the mercy of crazy world events, market downturns, all of those things cause us stress during retirement. And so one of the things we want to do for our families is obviously create a plan that they can rely upon and enjoy and experience the freedom of their estate that they worked so hard to create in the first place. And really it's all about living, not dying. That's right. I think there is a myth that estate planning is about your death because many of us are living decades and decades into, into retirement. They say, actually, we will have three phases of retirement. We have early retirement, which is when we travel a lot and explore the world. Then we have our second phase of retirement where we actually do stay home, potentially buying our recreational property, the cottage, you know, ultimately enjoying that kind of reprieve with our families. And then a you know, sadly, all of us do face later retirement where we're not able to travel as much and be as active. And so there's three prominent areas in retirement. So it's not as simple as just building one giant plan and it covers all the bases. We have to think about how our lives will transition through these phases and how we want to design to honor our life's work, but also honor our dignity when we're not able to speak on our own behalf, perhaps in the last decade of our life. It's almost ironic that the estate plan, which is there to look after our needs while we're living, is in itself a living document. It is, and I think that's a misunderstanding by the general population is that when they think of the word estate planning, they always think about the legacy for their loved ones. And, of course, that's part of the planning. Sure. I'm not saying we don't consider that, but probably in your estate plan, about 80% of the time you work towards creating your estate plan should be spent on you and what your needs are going to be, you and your partner, through the balance of your life. And one of the things I always share with families, Wayne, is if we plan for mom and dad properly, and meaning that we give them full protection for those decades ahead, what we're naturally doing is we're creating more for mom and dad and safeguarding it through that process. 
which in turn is a natural legacy plan for the next generation anyway, because there's no point in doing a fantastic legacy plan and then having nothing left to pass on. Unless mom and dad want it that way. That's right. And some people do. You (laughs) know, we have the bumper stickers, I'm spending your inheritance. (laughs) And I think that's fantastic. Um, But generally speaking, we want to create the most value. We want to be efficient with our estate. And so by doing that for mom and dad over the decades, what we're naturally doing is enhancing and creating more for the next generation too. And so rather than focusing downward, we actually focus forward in mom and dad's life expectancy instead. And it can make a dramatic impact to the quality of life and the freedom and the play that we can have during our phases of retirement, which is why we worked hard to be able to experience this phase of life. Absolutely. So who should be looking at at an estate plan? Sherry, is there a a particular demographic, a segment of our population that needs it more than another? Well, it's an interesting question, and I'm often asked because of the perception of estate planning having the word meaning wealth. And so I'm not suggesting a lot of our clients aren't exceptionally wealthy. They are. Um, But we also have many families who aren't wealthy but come to us to learn how to create wealth because there's nothing better than learning from people who've done it and might as well cheat is what I call it and not reinvent the wheel. And so a lot of our younger families who strive to create a solid retirement for their lifestyle in the later years of life are coming in to learn young before they've created their wealth to learn from others who have created it. So I say there's no right time or no net worth that's appropriate. It's simply that we should all be looking at this because we do need to protect our health because we're living so long and we need capital to do that. Does it make a difference though that when you start your estate plan whether you start it at a younger age or at those other stages of your life, at, at midlife or later in life, is there a difference on that planning aspect? There certainly is. It has no um, variance compared to financial planning. As you know, in financial planning, traditionally you want opportunity costs on your money and you want your money to compound over time. And in estate planning, we not only want your money to compound over time, we want to minimize your tax over time. And so you add those two together and you're going to have a dramatically good impact in your estate. The other thing I I share with families is, you know, it's really human nature, I think, to procrastinate. And so I will suggest that our clientele that come in are often in later phases of life, simply because, you know, who wants to look at their own morbidity? Um, who wants to address family conflict, you know, who wants to address money and religion and all of these things that we're not supposed to address with our friends, only our family. And so, you know, it does raise real true life issues for us when we're addressing them. But what I always share with families is there's an onus on us that we feel this need to steward what we've worked hard for, a responsibility. And some of my wealthiest families have said, you know, I didn't realize I was creating a real job here for myself and a real heavy responsibility of how do I manage all of this properly. So, you know, it's one thing to be managing $5,000. It's another thing to be managing $5 million. And so a lot of people feel really accountable. And our hope that is that when we're helping them with the estate plan, once they understand their options and choices, and then they design it protectively for themselves, that they feel relieved, that they've stewarded it the best that they possibly can, that they understood those options and they intelligently selected based on who their family is, what they're trying to have happen. And so most of our families that complete estate planning uh, share with us that, oh my goodness, I didn't realize how much peace of mind this would give us and how much freer we feel to go play now. 
And so, you know, to me, that's the reward of my work is that people have that freedom from the wealth they created and don't have that weighted responsibility, you know, year after year in later retirement, because that's not the time to have that stress. Is it a consultative uh, uh, process, Sherry, in which you only get, um, you not only get mom and dad to come in, but also the children and perhaps their uh, families as well? Well, one of the things that's a driving force for good estate planning is harmony. Everybody wants to preserve harmony in their family. And so all of us... Yeah, you don't want to have your estate lost to the lawyers in the litigation. That's right. And everyone knows of a story such as that, or they know of a story where people were fighting over an estate. And so most families, or I would say 99% truly, Wayne, come in and say, you know, I don't want to pay tax. I want to keep my estate in my bloodline for my family, not if their children go through a divorce. But lastly, I want to make sure that it's easy and there's no conflict. And how do I do that? And so I will share that that's almost every family that feels that way, of course. And that's because everyone has had exposure to a terrible situation where family dynamics are totally broken over money. So one of the things I share is in order to make sure we can preserve harmony in a family is to have communication in the family in advance of mom and dad's passing. And the reason for that is mom and dad have the authority over the estate as the parent group. And by making the decisions in contemplation of people's expectations, we can hammer out something favorable for the entire family, a win-win situation, so that ultimately they're taking instruction from mom and dad, not from their cohort sibling group of the same age, which just causes conflict. Because if you ever resented your older sister like me, then, you know, that's the time for it to come out. Or alternatively, you know, in-laws didn't get along with one of the siblings, then that is when it will arise. And so what we want to do is we want to mitigate those types of situations proactively by learning about them today and then having mom and dad with their authority in play lay out the plan in accordance with the mitigation of those situations. So. It's a, a really important facet for all of us as families. Uh, I'd like to continue with that thought, Sherry, when we return, but we'll have to take a break. Again, the McMillan team will be in Calgary on Thursday, February 20th at 6.30 p.m. and in Edmonton on Tuesday, February 25th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning. To register for these very informative seminars, you just need to contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is 403 403- during weekday office hours. Or you can visit their website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan is my guest today and we'll continue in a moment on Talk to the Experts.